You are now listening to the number one podcast. You have been digital interrupted. All right, so we are back for another episode of Digitally Interrupted. And this week, we have a viral sensation, art teacher, uh, philanthropist. I'm just playing. Uh, we have here uh, Lindsay Zampak. Zampak, right? All right. Yeah. Zampak, Zampak. So, um, you know, first of all, we're just going to say the video was amazing. Um, I'm going to ask, because I know a lot of people are going to ask, was it fake? No. All right, cool, cool. Let me just get that question right out the way. So we'll just get that one right out the way, because I know that's going to be like, you know, because, you know, when you told me you was a uh, theater teacher, I was like, yeah. I was like, hmm. I was like, that was a good one. That was a good one. But then I was like, nah. I was like, you know, I'm playing around. I was just like, you know, I've seen so many videos like that. And um, that one, for I don't know what it was. It was just like, this one was just like, I don't know. Like, it's just your, that the fact that you wasn't so caught off guard, but you was just like, well, if I can't beat him, I'll just join him. You know? Um, guys, where'd you go? Um, what? What? Um, What's going on? What is happening? Um, what? Um, what is, is this a TikTok? Are y'all doing a TikTok started my students um we had just i just finished the instruction for the day and um lucy my cat's about to make an appearance just let you know there she is and you're not gonna get she's gonna she wants to burn herself she wants to and live for you everybody this is my life never a dull moment anyway <laughs> there she is on top of the anyway what happened was I um, had given them their instruction and then we were done for the day. And the students that you saw in there with their cameras on, those are the only students that wanted to have their cameras on. There were other students there, but it's, they didn't want to show their faces. And so I'm just sitting around, I'm like, all right, y'all got some tea? Because we always like to spill the tea at the end of the day when we're done talking about stuff for class. Who's got this gossip? Who wants to complain about this and that? And nobody wanted to say anything. I was like, Y'all want to do a TikTok? <laughs> yeah, we want to do a TikTok. No, 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 no. I'm like, okay. I want to do a TikTok. My son says, and I said, okay, all right. Well, what do y'all want to do? And all of a sudden, the music starts playing. I'm like, wait, what? And they went. They like. I'm like, where'd you go? <laughs> What's going on? And then I realized the song because I had seen it from. Is it Samuel? Is it Grubbs? It's another um, viral TikToker who did it with his professor. And I, I just liked it like the week before. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I realized, wait a minute, this is Dilemma by Nail. Oh my gosh, are y'all doing a TikTok? <laughs> is this the TikTok? <laughs> right, no, that was, that was like the funny, cause I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm like, yo, she hasn't caught on yet. And I'm sitting and I'm looking like, damn, she hasn't caught on yet. Cause I actually saw it on, um, on Twitter actually. So I didn't even see it on TikTok or Instagram. It was it went viral on Twitter. 
I'm so, not even Twitter. Yeah, so when I seen it, I was like, hold on. So anytime I see something on TikTok, they have the name. So I went on TikTok and I was like, oh wow, it, it had like 15 million views, I believe, at the at the point where I got it, seen it, and I was like, all right, let me see if let me see if it's really really viral. Because things that go viral on TikTok today, like they're just kind of like a it goes viral on TikTok, but once it hits Twitter, and then the Instagram. And then, you know, Facebook, you know, it just keeps going. I know Facebook is a little bit different because of the students and they like to protect the privacy of minors and stuff like that. But Twitter and Instagram, is all game. Like there, there is no hold bar, nothing. So just let you know you're on Twitter. Um, That's insane. Yeah, and my, I, yeah, on the, the Snapgram and the Instabook. <laughs> right. So you're, yeah, you're all over the place. So, you know, is this like, so, I mean, now there's like a newfound fame, right? You know, so... How are, like, how has it been since, you know, you've gone viral? Like, what, what has happened now? Okay, well, first of all, I can't even comprehend. It's like you're telling me something, and I don't, it's not computing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not understanding the lividity of it. And so, but the thing that I do comprehend is my inbox. Like, my phone is slow at times because I'm trying to load everything and I can't load the messages just yet. And just the amount of people reaching out, Hey, this was awesome. And oh, that was so cool. And this, that, and the third, that's been the most overwhelming part because what is overwhelming is the love. I guess, I guess. This is all about teaching in a pandemic. You're at home. I am go downstairs. Go downstairs. You'll have dinner in just a little bit. Go downstairs. Go downstairs. Go downstairs. Thank you. Anyway, it's the it's the life though. This is this is like the new norm, the new life. So, so you know, before the pandemic, like describe what school and teaching. How long have you been teaching actually? So I've been teaching for. 14 years. Okay. I was actually teaching before I even got my degree. I did an internship in Minnesota um, and for an actor educators community, community business um, called Climb, mm-hmm. Climb Theater. And um, that's when I started teaching. So it's it's been about 14 years now. Nice. And, and how, so now, how long have you been at this school specifically? How long have you been there? I've been there. This is my fifth year. Okay. All right. And within the five years, now you've been about, what's, I want to say, what, about 13, almost, almost 12 months, almost 12 months now. It's been now since you've been having to do the teaching all out of school now. So, yes. Yeah. So describe how teaching before to now, like what's specifically that caught you off guard, not caught you off guard, but now that you've immediately seen that's changed. Like, is it behaviors? Is it just the attention span, like what has changed dramatically from then to now for you? All of it. Um, but the main thing is the mental health, the mental health of, of my students. Um, one of the great things about me being a fine arts teacher, one of those special uh, courses, I have such a rapport with my students that not a lot of common core teachers have the opportunity to achieve. And because I spend more quality time, I can create my own curriculum. I don't, I'm not mandated by SOLs. I got, they don't have to take an SOL exam for me. So I get to spend quality 
time if they're having a day where they have so much loaded onto their plate and they just want to talk about it, then I can do that. I don't have to do an exam. I don't have to do what I have planned for my lesson. And um, that it's okay. It's okay to do that. Now, the thing is, yes, they have that rapport with me. So I get from them firsthand what they're telling me in their mental health and they're telling me they are not okay. Right. They are not okay. They, the fact that, I mean, okay, let's just be honest. Those of us who went to college, we never took seven courses online in our house without able to see our friends. Right. We weren't able to see our friends. We weren't able to go and hug people. We weren't able to go out and just let loose. And well, some people are doing that and they shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? But anyway, right, right, right. you know, they're, our teenagers are not able to do that. Our teenagers, our middle schoolers, our elementary school kids, their world has completely changed and we honestly don't know what that is like us as adults we can get in our car and we can drive and us as teachers we can adjust we can adapt you know um initially we were allowed to go into the building and then we've just started bringing students back sometimes we're home sometimes we're not um these kids have been home this whole time right think about i mean cabin fever at the max Right. Yep. I know. I know. I definitely know. I have my my children are actually in um homeschool. I'm I'm home. You know, full time with one, and um, you know, I I just you know the the behavior just kind of is a is a big difference. You know, and um, it's like the hyper. I think it's the uh the hyperactive ones that are like going through it the worst. The ones that love yep. to be outside. The ones that love to run around. You know, when they, you know, and I, and I can only imagine, like, I'm in film school right now, you know, and um, I don't want to sit in front of my computer for a two hour lecture. And I'm looking at it like, oh, and I'm a whole adult, you know, so eight hours. And, you know, I mean, do you do, uh, do your students get a lot of breaks, like in between their classes or do they get some, none? They do get breaks. We are only required to teach a certain amount of time in these classes. Um, so for example, let's say, um, we're on block scheduling. Uh, let's say for example, one of their classes is an hour and 50 minutes long and we only teach 40 minutes of that. They have the rest of the time to do their work or any makeup work from another class. Now, I think one of the challenging things for our students that they're still learning is how to self-discipline, how to time manage. And I think that's gotten away from some of them, how to manage your time well. Because you don't have anybody there saying, okay, turn it in. Okay, are you done with this? You know? What grade do you teach? I teach 9 through 12. You got the, you got the teenagers, teenagers. Yeah, those, those I, I can imagine those. Um, you know, what what is that, you know, when we talk about, I just want to kind of go back to the mental health factor because I believe that's the most important part of this whole, you know, pandemic and teaching, you know, what ha- if if you can say because we're not saying no names um is there any one specific maybe story that came across your your email maybe from one of your students that may have like made you realize like wow this is actually worse than what we make it seem like so i had a particular student lose their brother to um suicide um and these kids tell me 
anything and everything, which is a wonderful thing to have, but it's also very um, burdensome because it's hard to not carry that home. And so they, she lost her, her brother to, I'm sorry, hold on one second. Boys, please be quiet. Thank you. Um, to suicide. And she was having a very hard time logging on to class. And then she fell into a depression, um, hard to get up in the morning, um, hard to wake up, hard to get dressed, hard to uh, just go through life. And that right there, I mean, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? You can't hug them. You can't, I, I wanna come through the computer. Every single, I tell my kids every single year, when you're on my roster, you're not my kid. I'm gonna fight for you even when you can't fight for yourself, you know? And, and they feel like they can come into my room and they can um, be at home and be at peace. And I'm their theater mom. Some of them call me mama. Um, and so it, it, it's very upsetting to me when I hear that from one of my babies and I can't hug them. And that's, I can't be there for them. That's so deep because I know I heard that from a lot of teachers. Um, I, I actually have a lot of teacher friends who are actually going through that same, you know, mental breakdown where it's like you want to be there, but you can't, you know, and it's only but so much that words on an email or a text message can do. Um, you know, if if there was something that you could, I, I know that we're in a in a bad space right now, you know, as America in, in general, you know, with this whole pandemic, like if there was something that you could change, you know, as far as like uh, the way you guys interact with your students right now, would it what would that be for you? Like what what would help you right now if you can change something? If I had the ability to change, mm -hmm. can I invent the technology as well? <laughs> yeah, you can do hey, whatever, whatever whatever it takes. Like whatever it takes to you know help help you know help students better. Like you know what would you change? Um, I think. Uh, it's so difficult to answer that question because I want to be there. I mean, if, if they, if, if we could get them to where we are safely without the chance of them catching the virus or, um, because that's, that's the main scare right now. Uh, a lot of my, my students, parents don't have the proper health care, So they're scared of getting the virus. And, um, I, if there was a way, put them all in little glass cubicles and bring them into the, the classroom. I, I don't know, but that's what is missing. They're missing that in-person interaction, a sense of normalcy is what they're missing. And so tying this all back around, that just snippet, that 60 seconds of interaction or however long that video is that you guys have seen, that gave them somewhat of a bit of normalcy. And that helped them, even for as small of a time as it was, that helped them give them some joy that they've been lacking, that they don't get in their other classes. So yeah, there's, there's some, com I mean, some of the people were right in their comments. They're like, I'd be waking up on time for that class. And that's exactly what they, they are in the lobby waiting for me to start class. Nice. Wow. That's, that's really, really deep. Um, I know that it was one, it was one, um, one child that actually had me cracking up. I think he had the parapa to wrap up in the lower left corner. I was like, yo, I, and I did not catch that. 
until like I seen it. I was like, no, he did not bring out Parappa the Rapper. I was like, because it, it just it, it made me laugh because I'm like, it's so much older than him. Like they don't even nobody's really had to see Parappa the Rapper on PlayStation or nothing like. And it was so funny to me because I actually thought it was a real person. And then I'm like, who had the time? Was that like a still? Somebody caught it or? I so I um went back to the recording after I saw the comments and people were like, he's going so fast. And I didn't even realize that my student had the plushie, had had him in the camera. Like I thought, right. dang, he's going real fast down there. Right, right. You know, but I was just taking it all in and it was just a great time. And then I went back to the recording and I slowed it down and I paused it. And I filmed that, that second one um, and I uploaded it onto my Instagram um, and to TikTok to show everybody, no, it wasn't a little kid going Zoom. Right, <laughs> it was really being public. thrown from the room. He right. had the parappa, yeah. yeah. That that was the funniest thing in the world. Um, yeah. you know, so you know now, you know now, like what what do you see as the future of teaching now? Like what what do you foresee for the future? Like what what you think is going to be like? I definitely foresee us continuing to use virtual teaching in some shape or form, um, at least until a couple years, um, because we're not going to put this much change and this much time and effort and energy into trying to normalize teaching virtually right. without keeping it around. Um, but what I have shown in my specific field, because people have said, how do you teach acting over the camera, over the computer? I've been able to prove that that can be done. Right. Um, and so I adapt. Exactly. I, 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 and that's all you can do. Yeah. And people, I think people actually, I think, I think like a, an elective class is actually easier to teach because it's such an open forum where there's no pressure required. You're not really, unless you're reading a script or, you know, you're writing stuff down. I don't, I don't know how, you know, you do it, but I know when I had cultural arts back in, you know, high school or uh, elementary school, it was kind of like a, we'll read a script. We have a little, you know, you have a little circle. We all say something about the day. It's just kind of one of those about, it's about a self-expression when it comes down to it. So I can see that you really give your students that open forum to be like, hey, be yourself. Don't be me. Don't be, just be yourself. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, so for people that don't know, like, where are you? Like, like, where, what city are you, like, are you in? Because we, we know you're in Virginia, so. Yeah, I'm in Roanoke, Virginia. Okay, so how are, like, how are the cases, like, down there right now? Like, how is it going for you guys down there? Um, as far as I know, um, they're not climbing, mm -hmm. but they're not dropping. Right. Um, and I, I could be miss speaking right now, but I don't know the exact numbers, but as far as people are talking and things like that, I mean, we just got the, the all the teachers just got vaccinated and that's why I keep talking. No, all the, all the teachers just got vaccinated. And so, um, things seem to be doing okay as of right now. Okay. And um, so what has been, besides being there, oh my God, what is wrong with this light? I've never had you're, no, you're good. I just, I, I just don't understand what's going on with this light today. But um, so 
besides being there for them, what do you most, what do you miss the most about being in the building? Like, what is it that you miss in that building that you like instead of besides the stage? Because, you know, you're a theater teacher. So what do you miss? Because I knew and you, I know the first thing was like the stage. No, can't tell me that. That's an easy one. Nope. You gotta give me something different. And it's not even the stage. Oh, well, then there you go. See? It's not. It's not because so I have two theater. I'm, I'm very grateful. I have two theater spaces. Okay. I have the main stage that seats over 400 seats. And then I have my black box theater, which that's where my office is inside my black box theater. That's okay. where my classroom is. That's where my kids come in. Um, well, like I said, we, the teachers, we've been teaching from home and going into the building, but the kids have been home. So we've been teaching uh, from okay. in our classrooms, gotcha. the computer to them. But what I miss about everyone being in the building is just that I miss, I miss, um, which we got a glimpse of it this past Monday. And today we had, we started hybrid. So we brought back, I think it was about 600 students this week out of 1700. And just to see them in the hallway and just to see familiar faces and um, get to smile at that, well, you know, with our eyes. Hmm, can you right, tell? Right. You know? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, right. you gotta smile with your eyes nowadays. Like, yep. probably, I'm um, but yeah, being able to see them in person and interact with them, um, is the biggest thing. You didn't. You don't realize how m- much value you place on something until it's not. So it's not that right, right, right. And <clears throat> sorry, but um, you know. So now okay. that now that you guys have gone your viral on TikTok, <laughs> now that you guys are all enjoying this, are your kids asking to do TikToks a lot more now that they've seen like what has happened? So we did. Let's see. Um, we did, we actually did one this morning, but what we did was I read them the comments. We just, we kind of, it's going to have to be a part one and two, but I just uploaded a part one where we just did a reflection and I told them, we're going to do a reflection on your performance. That's our lesson plan today to get away with it. Uh, (laughs) and so we talked about, okay, so what did you think? What did you think about the responses that you received from this? Because I tagged them in it and everybody's going to their pages. Um, and that was hilarious. Just them realizing what people took from it, you know? Um, so they're like, yeah, Mizzy, I got this many followers now. You're my page. And yeah, I, I mean, like that was, I just know for them, it's just a moment to be able to enjoy something with their teacher because it's, it's rare that we actually see students interact with their teachers like that, you know, and the pranks have been getting better and better though. Like I must admit, like the pranks have been getting better and better because the kids are being able to be more creative now. So like they're figuring out how to fit, you know, they're figuring it all out and I'm loving it. Um, you know, so I wanted to ask like a, a deeper question though. How do you feel teachers are being treated now? Like, as far as like with the virus, like, how do you feel like they're being, do you feel like teachers are getting what they deserve? Or do you feel like they could be treated better? You know, with the whole way that districts are handling the school system right now, like, how do you, do you feel like teachers are being treated correctly or could they be doing better for teachers? So that's a really good, good question with many layers to it. Um, at the beginning of, of all of this, I felt like um, from the community, there was, oh my goodness, 
I didn't realize how important my teacher was until now I have to, I've got to be one, you know, where parents have to, had to stay home with their kids and they had to do the virtual teaching and they're like, I'm not a teacher. I didn't go to school to be a teacher and bless my teacher. I, you know, I'm going to give her extra presents this year and this, that, and the third and really praising teachers. We went from that to now teachers feeling like they are underappreciated. Now we're feeling like we are expected to be the circus animals and we're being poked to perform. And it's our fault if the audience is not happy with the performance of the circus animals. You know, it just, it, it, which it's not when we've been bending over backwards and our administration personally at my school has done everything they can to try to adhere to the COVID guidelines and then try to make sure that the kids are being taken care of, but at the same time, trying to make sure that the teachers are being taken care of. There's just so many things being thrown at them. However, I, I can't honestly tell you where it's coming from, but we feel like um, there's so much expected of us and we can barely keep up. We're like in a sinking sand trying to get our nose out just to breathe. And um, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. You can only do what you can do. But then when I see comments from parents from this video, initially at the beginning of this interview when I said that's what was overwhelming with the the love that I'm feeling from this then it brings it all back and it's so worth it what we're doing because the parents that say oh my goodness you know if my student had a teacher like this they would be on cloud nine and then I've had parents actually say they have a teacher one of their favorite teachers that has done this that and a third and then other people saying I remember that one teacher that one teacher I had in school that, you know, took time for me and wasn't, didn't take themselves so seriously and was raw and real. Um, it's all of that that just really brings it all together and makes what I do the best job ever. <laughs> like it just. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can, I mean, I think, I think I, if I'm speaking for everybody that's listening and watching, I think we can like see it, we can hear it in your voice, like you really actually love what you do, because you know, we always hear about those teachers that just come and do their job and go home, you know, uh, and, you know, and we, we hear about it all the time, you know, the, the ones, and, and now I feel like the pandemic is actually exposing those teachers a lot more, because it's just kind of like, well, if I don't have to, I don't want to, you know, I don't need to. You know, if I don't, if I don't got to wake up, if I don't have to go to the building, I don't want to go, you know, and it sucks because, you know, for me, I just, I literally just started a uh, non-for-profit during the pandemic and um, it's to teach photography and videography, you know, and I'm trying to figure out like, how the hell do I bring these kids around without, you know, with all these COVID guidelines and it's hard and I hate it because I'm like, I can't teach you photography and video over video. Like I can only teach you so much, but the equipment is here. Right. So you got to get it in your hands. All right. See, I think I know the problem, but I'm going to address <laughs> I'm going to address that problem when I get off here. Cuz me and little man going to have to talk cuz he's just jumping around like and he's rocking the rooms. So it's like he's just like Spider-Man in there. But um no, but <laughs> so no, but I was saying was um you know, I'm like the equipment is here like you know, you got to get it in your hands. So I got to see you. But then it's like, if I see you, I don't want to take the risk of either one of us. Con and I'm like, I hate it. I hate it here. Like, I hate it here. Um, you know, now, so if there's a teacher that, you know, if you're, 
I'm a, I'm a teacher, but we'll look past me. Um, if there's a teacher right now that's like watching this interview, because there are going to be a lot of teachers watching this interview, I guarantee it. Um, there's, te- there's going to be a teacher looking at this right now and they're kind of like lost and they're like kind of stuck and they're just like, I feel like I'm doing this. Uh, I'm just tired. I, I, you know, I don't know what to do to help my students. They don't, they're not engaged no more. You know, they're losing it, you know, and, and you know, I'm losing it. Teachers have, you're, you're a parent, you know, so mm-hmm. teachers are at home with their kids kids are going through it so besides dealing with the, with your own kids now you got to deal with maybe 28 other kids that are not even yours and they're not even there what do you say to those teachers that are just kind of like stuck right now and they're just kind of lost and they're feeling down and depressed and you know they, they just want to scream to the top of their lungs you know what would you say to those teachers and and from what has helped you you know get through your moments i would say to them it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not be okay and you can only do what you can do. So don't feel the pressure to have to meet a guideline. Take time, quality time, and actually open up further than you've ever opened up before with your students. Because one of the main things, one of the reasons why we respect, and if you think about the figures, the public figures, the religious figures, Um, whatever figures you follow and that you like, the reason why you respect them, think of why you respect them, it's because you can relate to them. They're relatable. You can, anything that they say or do or something that they have have, um, come out with, you know, put out there in the atmosphere, you can relate to that some way, shape or form. That's why our students respect us is if they can relate to us, if we are relatable, if they know that we are not perfect and that we mess up and there are days where because it's okay to mess up that they feel like oh I'm a failure you're better than me but that's not the case we're all in this together and so my students know there are days where I'm not feeling it there are days where I don't have a lesson plan what do you want to do you know, like it, it, or I don't want to do, I don't want to do this lesson plan today. How about let's go around the room and let's, you know, uh, let's do an exercise. Let's do an improv game. Let's do a scavenger hunt. That's one of my favorite things to do. Do a scavenger hunt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you write down like six things on a piece of paper. You write down those six things and you set a timer and you said, okay, the only reason, only way you can win this you have to have your camera on because I have to see that you have these items, okay? And whoever wins gets a free homework pass. And so you write down items that they would have in their house. So toothpaste, something that starts or has a letter Q in it, um, paper towel, a spoon, a coffee mug, and something blue, just six things, okay? And you say, go, and you hold it up like this and they're coming back and they're running and they're like, oh, oh, do I have, what's, what's that? Oh, okay, like they're running and they're like, no, I don't have, what's Q? Oh, Q-tip, oh, okay. Like they're running, they're trying to get these items because they want a free homework pass, right? And it's hilarious and it's fun and it's engaging and it gets them up and moving and it gives you, I mean, do something that makes you laugh with them right it, it give yourself some time to laugh because well i mean for any teachers that's watching or listening hey you just got a new game incorporate it you know go for it um Break it. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm actually going to kick it to the opposite side now 
okay. what are you saying to a student that might be looking at this that might be like listen you know tell the students about what the teachers are going through because they may not understand what you guys are going through because they just you know it's I like I always like to give both perspectives. I've never liked the type to be like, oh, what would you just say to the no, because they're gonna be students watching this as well. So for those students who don't understand what you guys go through every day, like what would you say to them? I would say to them, despite what you may see or what your teacher may not be telling you, because there's so many unspoken things, um your teachers care and they want to do more for you than you realize. Um, they want to be there with you and get you up and get you engaged and they want to be able to be in person with you, but they can't and they don't know how to communicate all of this. Not all of us are great communicators. Um, they're being pulled in multiple di different directions. It's not just one knot in the middle of one rope. It's a whole spider web of things and they're trying to make the administrators happy. They're trying to make the parents happy. They're trying to stick to COVID guidelines. They're trying to redefine um, their program or their, their curriculum and what they're having to do. They're having to think outside the box, but at the same time, still love what they do, still engage with you, still engage with um, you know, the class and try to get some kind of normalcy. But just as you, the student, is burned out, and you're tired and you don't want to do this and you're 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 over it they are too hmm. but they deep. they have no choice but to keep going right and that's deep because when you say like they're over it too they just think like no nah, they're just doing it so they can get money you know and it's on the right i was gonna Let's, let's let it be. Does, I don't yeah, know what teacher doesn't have a side gig. I'm just cold. Right. And you know, and so, you know, um, I, I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to try to close out in this. I know I don't like to always end out. I always like to end out on a positive note and no, we're not going to do a TikTok. I will not prank you with a TikTok. I promise. <laughs> Cause that'd be like the one thing. And it's like, well, you're like, wait, what is this? What is this? Another TikTok? Nah, I promise it's not a TikTok. Um, okay. but I actually want to end it more on a serious note because, you know, you've now talked to the teachers, you told the students about the teachers. What about that student now who's in that depression mode? You know, they are lost, you know, they're going through their own thing. But um, so now the student that's sitting there, they don't know what to do. You know, they don't, they don't want to talk to nobody. You know, what do you say to them? And if you do have something that may help them get through it, if you have like an activity or something, some type of advice, Please, this is the floor. This is the last question. Like, this is your moment to shine. Go for I promise once again, this is not a TikTok. But you know, um, by all means, like let leave it all on the floor for that for those students because I feel like they need. So I like to do the exercise 10, 10, and 10. So you make three lists of 10 and you write it down. The first 10 things are the 10 things around you, just listing 10 things around you that bring you joy, things that you like. So for right now, my son left this up here, so but it normally will bring me joy, but I'm not going to eat it because it brings him joy as it is his cup, okay? That's right here in front of me. And a candle, that brings me joy, right? So you list the 10 things in front of you or around you in your space that bring you joy. Then you list 10 things that normally bring you joy that you like to do. So going to dinner with your friends 
or going and watching a movie or doing TikToks or um, cooking dinner with mom, whatever it is, right? Hey, 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 thank you. Um, so you list those 10 things that you like to do that bring you joy. Then you list your 10 items on your bucket list that in the future that you would love to do to bring you joy, those things, the 10, 10, and 10. At the end of that, and you're looking at 30 things that do and can bring you joy, focus on those. Focus on all of those positives and you just take one day at a time, one step at a time. That's one of the main things that I tell my kids to do. And the kids that may be going through depression, because I have several students that have before and still do go through that, a lot of what their depression stems from is anxiety. Anxiety, they have so much to do. There's so much on their plate. I've got this work from this class and this work from this class and this work from this class. I tell them, okay, make a list. Visually make a, like write it down because it, there's something that connects with the visual um, in your mind about, okay, if I make a list and I'm organized and it's writing down, I, I can see what it is. Cause it might not be as much as with the weight that you're putting it on your head, in your, in your head. So write it down and only do one of those at a time. Forget around about the rest, just focus on one. And if the rest of them don't get done today, they don't get done. But if you communicate to your teacher and you communicate to the people around you, hey, I'm doing what I can. That's, what's, that's what matters, the communication. Just do what you can. You can only do what you can do. You know, and I wanna say thank you you know, thank you for your public service because this is a public service job. We always, we always try to say it's always the police officers, the doctors, nah, teachers are a part of the public service, you know, and you know, you guys, I'm not going to say you get paid. I'm going to say you guys volunteer a lot of your time that's not even necessary, you know, and if, you know, nobody's told you that we appreciate you, I appreciate you. This is coming from a parent, you know, you know, and it's, it's deeper than just a podcast. Like I didn't just bring you up here because of a viral moment. But I, the way I saw that, you know, the joy in your eyes that you guys had that moment, I was like, she gets it, you know? And so I definitely wanted you to share that, you know, with my audience, you know, maybe some of those who may not know the backstory to you, I'm just going to watch this as well from your school. I think from, I think just speaking for everybody, they'll enjoy it, you know, and I appreciate you. Um, is there any way that, you know, people can find you on TikTok, on Instagram, you know, how can these people follow you? Yeah. So TikTok is Miss Pack. My, I have several different names. My student call me, students call me, they call me Ms. Zampak, but then Ms. Z is the number one, but Ms. Pack is another one. So M-S-P-A-C-K, that's my TikTok handle. And then my art page on Instagram. I also have my personal Instagram, which I'm open to because um, why not, right? <laughs> Ms. Z1852. Okay. And so I don't have Twitter. Maybe I need to get Twitter. <laughs> might want to because i tell you one thing if you go in there and you claim oh my god that's my class it's gonna go right okay. through yep. Okay. Yep. so you might yeah you might have to go do it so i'll be this back on twitter <laughs> <laughs> there you go i'm telling you like and, and people catch on so quick to twitter it's so funny but twitter is like the like the funniest place in the world but when i say the internet wins twitter is the place where the internet wins all the time like okay yeah so but um you know well once again thank you so much 
And for you know, for you guys that's out there listening or watching, you know, Mr. I Am Digital or Digitally Interrupted, and we're here every Thursday. So we'll see you guys next Thursday, and you guys have a great one. Appreciate it. You are now listening to the number one podcast. You have been digital interrupted. Mr. I am digital.